Hey hey hey, and welcome back to Anime Unveiled. I'm your host, Meg Burrell. Today we will be discussing continuity and change from the 1950s to now within media and businesses. To do this, we will be exploring the idea that youth has a huge impact in the kinds of media that is released, and feature an interview with one Lucas Putman Ria. Let's get into it! So what was so significant about 1950s, and why are we starting our comparison from then? Well, 1950 was around when World War II ended and people needed a distraction. The baby boom began and in came an era of change and improvement. Televisions became a quick success story as everyone wanted one and it was an easy way to get advertisements to each house quickly. Everyone wanted in on the next best thing. One of these best things was the beginning of advertisements for children. Businesses realized that with the baby boom there would be more kids, and with so many more kids, they had a new potential customers, if not directly for the kids themselves, but for the parents that would be buying the products. So products ranging from cereals to hula hoops were advertised on television to show people what they were missing. This was the beginning of the youth-controlled media that we have today. Similarly to the past, youth are still used in advertisements for products and they are a widely targeted audience of these products. As we became more technologically advanced, the way that we have impacted media has changed. Before, it was through television and newspapers, and now we can do it through our phones with the hundreds of available social platforms to choose from. In 1950s, Youth was really on the receiving side of the business's propaganda and commercials. Now they are more in control and involved in creating content to help promote businesses, products, trends, and whatever is popular at the time. This is where I'm bringing in Lucas Putmanria, a rentals manager at Deep Cove Kayak. Deep Cove Kayak has been running for the past 35 years and plays a very big part in encouraging youth engagement in the Deep Cove community. Lucas Putmanria is here to discuss some of the changes that he has seen within the community thanks to these youth. Yeah, my name is Lucas Putnamre. I'm the rentals manager. How long have you been working at Deep Cove Kayak? So I started working here when I was 14, so it's been 24, or no, it's been 14 years. How has the youth affected your business? Great question. Yeah, I mean, it's... They, they affect it with their energy, right? Like, I think, I mean, not always, but generally older people, a little bit less enthusiastic, a little less fun-loving, maybe, you know, they're they're more mature and, yeah, a little bit less energy, maybe. Um, I think the youth really kind of gives us that energy, gives us that enthusiasm, and makes it a really fun place to work. And I think the customers see that too. They they like always see our our employees as fun loving, and they like to interact and kind of banter and um, you know just connect with the with the employees. I think we do a good job of hiring people that kind of create that same positive energy and um, enthusiasm. I love working with like the like I said the enthusiastic young youths. Like they're they keep me feeling young. You know, like they their energy is very infectious, and I find. Um, it gives me energy almost you know like i i don't think i'm particularly like super high energy i'm I'm more laid back and relaxed i find but there's something about the energy of deep coat kayak that just kind of gives me energy and um yeah 
makes me makes me feel really um, energetic and youthful. As Lucas mentioned, youth have taken a step forward in taking the reins and helping businesses and companies thrive. Not just through being the consumer, they are now getting involved with the inner workings of the company itself by getting jobs or promoting on their respective media platforms. Deep Cove Kayak is a great example of the give-and-take relationship that businesses have with our younger generations in present-day time, as they recently won an award for youth encouragement from Mayor Mike Little and the District of North Vancouver, thanks to their active encouragement of hiring teens and providing scholarships and programs for the community. By now, you might be thinking, Meg, This is an anime podcast. What does youth and businesses have to do with anime? Well, the reason I brought this up was because of the many similarities that I found while looking into these businesses and their changes. 1950 was when the war ended. People were trying not to think about it, so they created the persona of being perfect. Animation studios picked up on this and released Cinderella, showcasing what the perfect housewife should look like. An anime released in 1950 called Torachang and the Insect is focused on a bunch of cats dancing and singing very clearly targeted towards children. Yet another anime called Magic Boys about two siblings who live in a forest with all their animal friends and about their misadventures. So you can see the trend of how all of these animes targeted towards youth begin to emerge around 1950 onwards. Another significant thing about the end of the World War was the trade and foreign interaction increase, allowing these shows to travel worldwide. Even now, there are a ridiculous number of animes targeted towards the youth age group of around 12 to 25 years old. To name a few, we have Naruto, One Piece, Haikyuu, Hunter x Hunter, Seven Deadly Sins, and the list goes on all about teens targeted towards teens. And that's because we are now more technologically advanced. There are changes in the ways that we exchange information and ideas, and companies can see these trends and create an anime based on these statistics. Another similarity between anime and businesses is that with the increase in social media platforms since the 1950s, youth are much more active in vocalizing their needs and wants to marketing, and they can advocate for the things they like. I can see this happening whenever I'm on Instagram or YouTube. I can see people talking about these animes and creating a fandom, allowing the anime to become more and more popular. This just goes to show how in control youth are with spreading media and allowing anime's popularity to grow. In conclusion, I think that it's very interesting to see how many connections you can make between anime, youth, and marketing. And this just proves how much social media, and media in general, has allowed kids to take charge of their environment and become involved in the changes and decisions being made. So now, you have the knowledge of how youth have impacted media in the past, how they are impacting media in the present, and I'd like to leave you with the question of how youth will continue to impact the media in the future, and whether these impacts will be positive or negative. If you enjoyed this episode of Anime Unveiled, I encourage you to subscribe and share with your friends. Special thanks to Lucas Putman Ria for appearing in this episode. I was your host, Meg Burrell. Thank you all for listening.